0: It's time for the Stephen Kyle podcast with Kyle.
1: You've been sitting out there on the Uh, Manchi—that's what we call it—and you you call it the Manchi.
2: Hashtag Manchi Monday. Post a picture of the
1: Comanche. Monday, I wish I didn't ask. Like of all all the items, I didn't want to know. Or calling (sighs) it the Manchi and saying it's Manchi Mondays.
0: I
2: just—I don't understand.
0: And Steve.
1: You don't shut up about how you were in the trenches.
0: Down
2: in the trenches.
1: Like you're the guy, the World War One grunts mm-hmm. who were literally in trenches. And Steve. I don't The next documentary about trenches should be titled that Those World War One Guys and Steve.
2: I, so, so I'm <laughs> I'm in full support of this.
0: Now, here they are, two guys who are living in style, Steve and Kyle. Thank you, Melissa.
1: I hmm. want to make sure the music keeps playing over there. You know, we uh, apparently had an itchy
2: trigger finger on one of <laughs> us last week. Apparently we did. So uh, uh, let's just get this out of the way right off the top. The technical issues that we had last week that cut the episode off. Well, It's just hard to say whose issue, whose fault it was. Could have been either of us. Could have been either of us. So there was a Facebook
1: comment saying, I blame the banker. <laughs> <laughs> but the majority of the feedback on that, Steve, seemed to think that if we had a
2: producer yeah which we don't we would have been let's okay be, let's be but very clear we do not we only have an
1: executive producer
2: look these worlds these worlds do not combine <laughs> there's there's zero overlap between this and uh my my alter ego on the side gig i sure. so look again, like I said, not sure could have been either one of us.
1: the world may never know. <laughs>
2: Yeah, that was, that was, I don't know what I did, but yeah. that is 100% on me. I must have, um, I don't know how, I don't know why I would have selected the last 20 minutes of the podcast and, and said, no, oh, we don't need this, <laughs> delete, save, because I went back, um, I looked at the, the old, I looked at the, uh, the flash drive that it gets saved on, I thought, oh, no problem. The original will be saved on there. No, because efficiency Steve had deleted the whole thing. Because right. I can't stand having, um, I can't stand having digital waste, right, on a card. How big? Uh, how big is that card? Oh, like a, th- a billion gigs. Yeah, yeah. We could record from now until the end of time, right. And we'd still have room, not run out of space, right. So, it, but, but but you're right. It is important then that we get that off of there. In my defense, the so with this new equipment that we have, the way that it titles and labels. The audio files is very confusing, so if I leave stuff on it, if I delete everything after we record, there's one file on there, so I know exactly. Yeah, I know that that's it. So it's on me. I apologize. We, but on the bright side, it has drastically reduced the amount of prep that we had to do for this week's episode. Yeah, yeah. Now we got we got the a bits from last week that that's nobody true. got to hear. We get to the real we get to the real good stuff in the last re, like sixteen real minutes. Real meat and potatoes.
1: We'll uh we'll re recap <laughs> the polls yeah. later on in this episode. From the
2: last what, four weeks?
1: Yeah, boy, we are yeah, we are in the middle of July on these polls that I'm gonna go back to later on this episode. Mm-hmm. So um Yeah, it's been a weird few weeks around here. Tech issues, we've we've now met one, two Three, four. This is our fifth time in two calendar weeks I believe mm-hmm. or three calendar weeks yeah we uh, tried to get something off the ground with our friends over at the commercial break
2: yeah that was a miserable failure the first time
1: it was uh, but alas
2: we we reconvened and everything yeah.
1: everything kind of worked out take two with the commercial break went down this past
2: week and it went down fantastic it was that was a lot of fun we well, talked to them. To Brian and Chrissy from the commercial break for probably an hour. Yeah, I would say uh, it was funny because, and you'll hear this when we eventually um, play the the audio that we recorded with them. Mm-hmm. I think next week, right? That's the yeah, plan. we're going to be
1: releasing that next week. As the majority of our weekly episode will be next yeah. week, our interview
2: with the commercial break. That's um, the twenty fourth. In case you're listening to this, uh, the episode that will be titled Stephen Kyle Podcast. August 24th, 2021. You'll be yeah. able to hear that. Um, yeah, we talked to them. It was funny because we connected with them. Uh, we we did like a Zoom call or whatever. And so the first couple minutes were on there, just kind of getting all the settings right and everything. And then we just start BSing with them. And after about 15 minutes or so, I actually said to them, are we doing this? Is this the podcast? Yeah, yeah. Because we were essentially doing the podcast. Mm-hmm having conversation with them, learning things about them, talking about the, you know, the differences between their podcast and our podcast and just having a good time, a good conversation. And then we both kind of said like, oh yeah, I guess we never, we never really started. We never said, welcome to the Steve and Kyle podcast or welcome to the commercial break podcast. We just kind of started. So it's going to, when you hear it next week, kind of abrupt starts out of nowhere, starts on a, random topic because I needed when I was editing it last week, I just needed to find a clean spot to start where a fresh thought was, was beginning.
1: Right. I take a point of pride every time I feel like we talk talked to somebody else. I think we kind of leave them at the end thinking, well, boy, I kind of had, I got the impression that Brian had like some questions he had to ask just in case. Mm-hmm. I don't know that you and I will ever need that on any of our yeah interview. We've never once had to like go to a backup well of content.
2: Yeah, like it's even, just the
1: way it works. It just ends up becoming an extension of what we already do, just with two more voices or one sure. more voice or whoever we're talking to that.
2: Day. Well, especially with uh, with somebody like Brian and Chrissy, who they do two podcasts a week and have yeah. been doing that for the last what year and a half yeah. or one, so. One too many, I hear. One too many. <laughs> So obviously, they're comfortable talking to people. Yeah. We're comfortable talking to people. But the funny thing is, you leave this room and you take away these microphones and you sit a stranger down across yeah. the table from me, like somebody we've talked to in the last couple of weeks. Sure. And I'm like,
1: <sighs> Yeah. It'd so, be a little bit nerve wracking, right? Uh,
2: you have any kids?
1: So, Mr. John, tell me about 9 11. <laughs> yeah it's tell me ben about uh math and mm-hmm. murder <laughs> and it's yeah like, yeah it's totally different and that's it's very different it makes it uh, a lot nicer that the way it just flows i i much prefer listening to that as well and i'm not speaking for yeah. our listeners who interview podcasts are the thing right like sure. every pod 90 percent of podcasts are this week we have so and so on and up until a month or so ago We've never really pushed back on that. Yeah. And I'm not saying that what we do is better or whatever, or that we're egotistical. Mm -hmm. We've done our thing our own way for five years. We've done it to where we like talking to each other about each other and about what's going on. So it's a little bit of, yeah, we don't really need to take the shine off of us to talk to Mm so-and-so, but it's also a little bit of, I don't really know how a lot of those people are going to fit into what we do. I don't want right. to do a by the numbers. Yeah, I think
2: some, some fit in really well. Some yes. maybe not so well. I think as
1: evidenced by our those four weeks of.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the, like I'll say not, three
1: in one. I
2: would say three in one as our record
1: of those four in a row we did.
2: And I would say that uh, I thought that all of them, I I was interested by all of them. Sure. I enjoy talking to everybody. But oh. you can just tell, like, sometimes there's. Mm-hmm. More chemistry sometimes there's not and uh but no i i've i've greatly enjoyed the the people that everyone that we've talked to
1: yeah and i do love talking to new people and mm-hmm. i think i've kind of made it the the reason i push back against those standard run of the mill we're going to interview so-and-so because of so-and-so i don't care about that as much as i mm-hmm. want to talk to interesting people and i think everybody can be interesting as we've talked we've talked to listeners for you know, with two minutes of awkward conversation, that we've had more fun than we would talking to a, you know a professional athlete. Yeah. Are we going to
2: do that again? I think so. I brought do up. Do we have you... anyone in the in the oh, hopper God, that we could yeah. do a surprise call with? We, today? we we need to
1: talk. Well, the town drunk is is on kind of the must list. He's been yeah. he's been barking up our tree for years because he left a review back in like 2017, <laughs> and we just haven't called. I have my friend up in the UP that I want to talk to, Chris. Chris? He's
2: the one who sent, uh, who's just—he's the one that uh, that that picked up a steaming hot muffler with two Crocs. Yep, threw it in the back of his rusted Ford Ranger. Believe
1: it's still there. Believe it's still there. Lives in the UP. Invited us to go jeepin. So it's uh, this year or never.
2: Now, right? I think they've got a few weeks left before the snow hits. So he got he goes jeepin, and he wants us to come up and go jeepin. More you than me. I think we do it. I think that. Come on. I mean, you're going to go up to visit him at some point, right? Maybe. That's a long. You don't
1: realize how long that is until you're there. Now, granted, you've done the drive to Look, Jersey. We hop in the Comanche. Yeah. We drive on up. Windows open, so we don't have to talk, right?
2: Yeah, of course. Yeah, because also there's no AC in it, so. Oh Jesus. Although we're going to the UP, so we don't need AC. I couldn't be less interested now. It's gonna be a blast, Chris. The only, the only thing I want mark to, your calendars, Chris. We're on our way. The only reason I want to do that is just to
1: get to that beautiful, beautiful suspension bridge that connects our two. No, peninsules. we're going the other way. We're <laughs>
2: Chicago. We're going, <laughs> Chicago uh, we're going around, Yeah, we're going around Chicago. <laughs> we're going through Chicago, up through Wisconsin. Yeah, and yeah, making our way out that way. That probably only adds what half hour or yeah,
1: so? add add you know four to five hours to an already very long trip to get yeah. again to the middle of nowhere
2: well i want to do something like that i think we need to do some kind of a trip mm-hmm. where we can package up all the equipment take it with it take it with us i want to do a podcast from somewhere else yeah i want to do even if it's just like we sit at the park and do it one day or yeah. something
1: and we never really left any time when we were in boston i was too no, busy a oh 12 God, hours we were there for 12 hours yeah and we didn't leave enough time when we were in van Wert because yeah. we were only there for about six hours yeah. and we had you know a bundle of people that we were yeah.
2: dealing with all day anyway but as you'll hear next week we left the door open for a possible collaboration podcast yeah. with our new friends Brand at impressive. the commercial break would you consider yourself uh take the podcast out of this yeah uh, take your previous um experience with the side gig out of this mm-hmm. are you an introvert or an extrovert So it's a, it's a weird question for me to
1: answer Because I talked to, you know, minutes ago I got you know self-indulgent and told you how oh, I'm a pessimist And a cynic and mm-hmm. yada yada But I can't help but be talking to people Whether it's at mm-hmm. work or wherever I I enjoy talking I was the kid in elementary school Who was being punished for talking too much okay. in class So as much as it kind of flies in the face of uh, a somewhat character I've portrayed on this podcast for a long time. I guess I would consider myself a bit of an extrovert, but it's different for would me. Agree. If I'm in a crowd of a thousand people, I'm not interested yeah. in, in that or,
2: so, you know, it, I, I so mean, in I shy away so in a small crowd situation.
1: Sure. If I'm at a, a social gathering, let's say you're having a get together. It's mostly a nets friends, but you invite Katie and I, I would find myself talking to a lot of those people. Mm-hmm. I mean, this happened at um, I believe I, I don't even remember the event, Steve. But oh, it was before one of your live shows downtown with a side gig. Mm-hmm. And Katie and I went with Annette and her friend. Uh, I forget her name, but Rachel. 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 Michael Mike. Here. Yeah. Found myself talking. They're moving to here. They are finally. They are moving here. Yeah. I found myself talking to Mike a lot of the night. Mike's great, and that's yeah. totally fine. Rachel's I enjoyed awesome. it at your bachelor party. No, granted, I knew most of the people, everybody mm-hmm. at the bachelor party. But it was still, I, I felt fine. And I enjoy, I love talking to everybody. I always leave those events thinking like, man, I wish I talked to him more. I wish yeah. I had more time with them, you know? Yeah. Like I still think about that. I mean, I had so much fun with a friend, Joe Bodeway. Mm-hmm. Fantastic
2: guy. Yep. But because I remember when we did the Van Wert trip, what, three years ago at this point? Yeah. Uh, I remember coming back from that and saying to Annette, because she, she was like, oh, how'd it go? Um, because she couldn't, couldn't have cared less to go with us. Yeah. We offered both of our wives to come along and both of them said,
1: not a chance. It was like a look out of a movie. Like they thought we were joking.
2: It was like, Oh, you want me to swim through a, uh, a river of lava. Yeah. yeah. <laughs>
1: you would be better off asking me if I would drink acid today.
2: Yeah. And that is, uh, uh, no disrespect to anyone that was there. It's not like she said, oh, I don't want to, you know, meet people. She just couldn't yeah. have less of an interest right. in what we do once a week when we talk into microphones in mm-hmm. this basement mm-hmm. that smells really bad this week. Not really it, sure what You it see, is.
1: it's it's musty, but it, for me, it's not bad. Mm. Um, I don't know. It smells bad to me.
2: But anyway, I we got back from that trip and she said, how'd it go? And I was like, I think it went great. Mm-hmm. We had a lot of fun a yeah. bunch of listeners were there and i said to her i was like i think Kyle Kyle like hit high gear with talking to people he was he was it was not what i expected you would be like in yeah. a crowd of people but it makes sense now that you say that it that crowd seemed to be the perfect size sure and but i mean like i was having a blast but i looked over i was like man he's really like I feel like you kind of came out of your shell there a little bit. Oh, yeah.
1: And I've been that way forever. But then if you – I hear people talk like when they're at a concert and they view concerts as this communal gathering of like-minded individuals Mm -hmm. to a degree because you're all there, you like one musician. But I'm not going to a concert with this intent of, I'll just fit into a group and we'll make friends. Make friends, yeah. That sounds awful to me. It
2: sounds genuinely awful. And No, you go with – maybe you go with a group of friends, but – yeah, for the most part, other than like maybe that knowing glance with somebody next to you, like yeah, they're sure. playing this song, I love it. But even that, like, you're not. Hey, so what do you do? Yeah,
1: like, yeah, you're not you're not shooting the breeze or or being like, hey, you want to go get a beer after this or whatever. Right. That th- maybe there are people like that. That's not that's not for me. Yeah. And the best thing I can use to kind of explain that is. The live show that you did, it must have been, it was before the one that we went out to dinner beforehand, Annette mm-hmm. and Mike and Rachel, I believe. So that was probably. But it was the one where we had. 16, no, were, 2015. Yeah, maybe. it was must have been 16 because it was after the podcast had started because you were sending oh, okay. me videos of listeners who had come here and were at the live show at the yes. VIP. Yep. And I saw that and I just knew there were a thousand plus people there and I thought. That was. That sounds. It sounds yeah. awful to that me. That
2: one was. Those are always. They may look bigger, but they're. For those not familiar, what we do when the side gig does a night show here in our hometown yeah. in Grand Rapids, we do a uh, a meet and greet beforehand where it's limited to. I think a hundred people can purchase those okay. VIP tickets, and they come out. There's a meet and greet beforehand, so we we take pictures, we talk with everybody. And um, then they get to come up on the stage where the show is going to take place. And back behind the curtain, it's really cool. They set up um, basically a little like a buffet, like a oh, nice. cheese and Food. Yeah, cheese and crackers and fruit and Very veggies, nice. like stuff like that. And there's a bar back there. So each person gets like two drinks. And it's a lot of fun. It's it's pretty intimate. Plus, it's the, I think the coolest thing about it is. It's in the space that we're going to be doing the show.
1: Yeah. It's not like you're at a pre-party sponsored by so-and-so bar where Just then you in some, in you some all room. have to leave yeah. after 20 minutes because you yeah. still have to finalize getting ready for your big show, yep. whatever the, and I, it's not so much the meet and greet. It was the idea of, and I pushed back and Annette, Annette's had this issue as well. Mm-hmm. Full full disclosure at those events. I am by no means a known person or even local celebrity, but in that venue, there's like there's likely more yeah. people that are going to recognize me mm. than at a grocery store, right? Sure. And it's not that I don't want that, per se. It's that I don't look forward to that part. I don't yeah. I don't love being recognized. I don't I, love being recognized and I don't want it especially when my wife is there, and especially if my wife and son were there. Now granted Reed wasn't at the your right. side gigs live show live at night show, whatever. It's but just, but it that puts would, me out of yeah. – that's totally out of my comfort well, it's, zone. It's
2: your, it's your world's colliding. Yes. It would be one thing if it was – like in Van Wert, obviously the people were coming there because we had planned this big event. Sure. But, yeah, if you're just walking through the grocery store. That being said, I every time somebody says, hey, love the show, or yeah. they recognize me from the show, I appreciate it more than uh, more than you'll ever know. And I always feel bad because I feel like I do a bad job of – Showing my appreciation, I'm Mm -hmm. always like, oh, thank you so much. I really appreciate that. But then I'm like, "Mm, now what do you uh, like? I don't want to I want this to be a good interaction for you. You know, I'm I'm always very uh, you want them to leave thinking like, yeah, man, I met someone from radio show. It was awesome. It was fun.
1: It was, you know, he cracked a joke and made me laugh just like just like the morning show type the last of
2: thing. thing i want is to get into work the next day and see the text pop up that says like oh i saw steve at the store yesterday he was a real jerk i'm like no
1: <laughs> i told you and i've told i've mentioned this on the podcast and i have a question to ask you a specific mm-hmm. question in, incident about that scenario you just described but before that i've mentioned to you over the years when we would go to hockey games like there was a chance I could have just been there as, as a friend or whatever, mm-hmm. but I was also an intern or employee yeah. with the side gig. That's right. So we would go to these hockey games and people would see you. They'd talk to you and they'd be like, oh, which, who are you? And I would push back on even admitting mm-hmm. that I was an intern simply out of fear. Of, you know, the way you and I talk to each other, the way you and I and who the group of people that we would know at these hockey games would talk to each other.
2: Well, you talk differently amongst your group of friends than you do with people that are not your group of friends. Yeah. You know, like we may say some like there are plenty of things I'm sure that we say when the mics are off that we wouldn't say when the mics are on, not like. Not like crude or offensive. Yeah, you you but and like, I don't become
1: over racist. Just to <laughs> no, clarify, when the microphones no, go but off, but
2: it's just like when I don't know. I think that's that's everybody though. Right. You know, take the microphones out of it, and like you talk differently when it's you and your buddy sitting in your backyard drinking a beer than you do when it's you and your boss in a meeting or right. you and somebody you just met. Like you just you talk differently. Yeah. And I would, so I would hate that.
1: I never wanted to be recognized for that fear of ha- seeing an email the following mm-hmm. day in the general inbox saying, saw Kyle and Steve. What a bunch of, what a bunch of jerks. Yeah. And I can't believe what I overheard Kyle telling Steve about right. whatever. Right. Because I, one, you know, I was trying to pursue a career in media or broadcasting or radio at that mm-hmm. point. That would, I, I don't want the people who are helping me do that. Have this opinion of me, like, hey, he's out in public, like talking about how he works with us and is acting like a jerk. Like, no, but also because I don't really love all those interactions, you know? And that's why you had one.
2: Some are better than others.
1: Yeah. You had one, it was uh, two and a half weeks ago. You met us. uh, We had a little bit of a family get together for a little bit out at some street event here in in our local town. And while you were waiting, while Reed was in like a little pull around train thing. Mm-hmm. We were standing there waiting and somebody somebody recognized you. yeah and it was uh, I feel like they all start the same way. are you uh, are you Steve mm-hmm. And it's always yep and my first reaction, all right, I'm gonna slink out of here. So I essentially oh, yeah. do a one trap door and do a like a big wide circle to get around and away. Yep. And then, but this time on the way around, I said, "Hey, don't forget to mention the
2: podcast." <laughs> right. Yeah. And I forget the the name of the guy that I talked to. Super nice guy. Yeah. Lives lives right here in town. Uh, in town with us. But yeah, I mean those interactions they happen. It's weird though because because of everything that's been going on the last year and a half with COVID, mm-hmm. it hasn't happened. I mean, it used to, it it would happen a lot more often, but I mean, just the numbers are, you know, so down because I'm not like, we don't go out. We haven't done anything basically in the last year and a half. It would always happen when I went to like the one home improvement store. It felt right. like for whatever reason, it would always happen there. So it kind of, it's for the last couple of months, it's been catching me off guard because I'm so not used to it again
0: because
2: mm-hmm. that's how it was when i first started 12 years ago i remember the first time somebody recognized me i was like what this is the most amazing thing yeah. i've ever experienced I, do I, I, I think i have a sticker or something i can give <laughs> yeah, you right. and it's yeah 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 no i i always appreciate the the interactions and i but again i always overthink them and i'm like i leave the interaction whether it's pushing a grocery cart right through the aisle and we're walking I'm walking one way, they're walking the other, and they say, Hey, love the show and I'm always like, Hey, thank you, I really appreciate that. Right. Have a good day And then like five seconds later, I'm like stupid you idiot have a good who says have a good day? What am I an idiot?
1: <laughs> yeah, it's the uh it's the classic, you know, here's your movie ticket. Thanks, you too.
2: <laughs> right. You know, you always leave that thinking. I, I can't believe I just did that. Yeah. And then you want to go back and be like, I'm sorry. What I said when I yeah. said I thought you said have a good day. Not that you should say have a good day, but uh,
0: mm.
1: you'd be better off like flat tiring yourself and tripping over your feet as right. you walk away. Yeah. I would feel better about that. Yeah, hit my than head. The, I just want to hit my head yeah, and die. Than that verbal interaction. It's just it's weird because for somebody like me who for a while I wanted to get into radio and, you know, enjoys talking to people like this and on here. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: Yeah. To not enjoy large crowds. And, but, but, you know, I, I feel like the rush when we were discussing doing this, doing a live show Mm -hmm. anywhere, field park, whatever.
2: Yeah. Most likely field vacant lot. Yeah. Alley of some, some kind. That idea though, that gets the juices flowing. Yeah. That really does for me. It's exciting. It's exciting to think about, but it's also nerve wracking because... Well, one, you don't want to let anybody down. Well, I don't... I also don't want to go through all the planning and then have six people show up. Sure. I mean, you have to accept... At at our level, very likely. Yeah. We don't... uh, a little peek behind the curtain we're not really lighting the world on fire with this yeah, whole we do with okay. the whole podcasting business yeah
1: we do okay and yeah. like we we talk about with the commercial break too i think it's gonna yeah we episode. talk more in depth about
2: about it's, the kind of nuts and bolts of it
1: it uh you know we haven't we haven't we don't try <laughs> it, that's partially on us yeah. in terms of if we ever wanted to sell spots or really promote the show or get the show out to many more masses than it, than it already does.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: We just don't do it.
0: Yeah.
2: Um,
1: it's, it's, it's extra work that we all kind of,
2: we look at and go, hey, 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 not that I'm, yeah, not that I'm afraid of doing extra work, but I don't like, I, I've, I've no problem. I feel like I go into work every day and I work hard and I do, you know what I need to do.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: And but like when I come home, I don't want to have to do that more.
0: Yeah. Extra work after you get home from
1: work. So know. um I mean I'm I wouldn't be opposed to doing if it were to increase our audience and again I care so little about the money at this point because it would take God, I think at this point it would take a long time to get out of the red. <laughs>
2: Didn't we do the math a couple months ago? I think
1: we have. Yeah. I mean, just very brief well, math. Like 20, 20 240, bucks 240, bucks a year at hosting for five years. Twelve hundred. So, yep. We're over well over a grand. Didn't we make it? But we made, I think, uh, forty one
2: dollars when we sold shirts. Yep.
1: Yep. So, OK, so eleven fifty. <laughs> and then we bought a mixer. We bought new microphones. We bought uh, new mic cables. We bought a mic stand. Uh, um, we'd build we built a studio the,
2: at the old place. Yeah, so we're still yeah. in the red for that.
1: This is not a profitable
2: venture. And again, Look, if we somebody get wants to drop it. 10 grand, we yeah. should be able to get back into the black.
1: We're well on our way though. I think we are, uh, you know, we got Billy stacks, five bucks a month, denting, uh, denting that yep. debt
2: every week, every month, still waiting for, uh, other, other people to hop on board with the, Billy I stacks. think that should
1: be the only format we accepted in now. Right. A check. Sent you to, go to sent your, to your bank. Our PO box. Yeah. You go to the bank and you demand that a monthly check be mailed to this PO box. Every month in 2021, where there's, you know, I could essentially breathe money at you at this point with yeah. technology. I just say the words fifteen dollars, and you now have mm-hmm. it on your watch.
2: Yeah, we demand physical checks to a PO box, and they need to come in in some kind of a greeting card too. I wouldn't mind a greeting card. I it would love be a kind of card. nice. Yeah, it's it is ridiculously easy to send money now. I was um, a friend of mine had. Text me the other day And Oh it was uh, Kelly from the side gig mm. She had gone to Wait you
1: guys got a you got a female now
2: We do Yeah we got a chick and She uh She's sitting in that producer booth No Main uh Main studio Hmm So you're in the booth No Main studio
0: Hmm
2: When that happened? Only two and a half years ago oh. i really like to Grab them in there huh so she had um, she had picked up something for me at the store before we left. Uh, before we left the show for the day, she's like, "Hey, I'm going to Costco. Do you need anything?" And there was this because uh, uh, we've talked about this one brand of beef jerky mm. that is phenomenal. Okay, and for whatever reason, I can't find it at. It's never in stock at the Costco that I go to. Mm. She's found it there before at the Costco. The other one that she goes to. So she said, "Hey, I'm going to Costco today. You want me to pick up some of that?" I was like, "Yes, absolutely. If you see it, pick some me jerky. up. Pick me up like three of them." She said, "Got it." I said, "Cool. How much is it? I'll Venmo you." And she sent in a text. It said 650, and I noticed how it had like the little line under it, like it was a link. So if I tap on the 650, it pops up. Do you want to like really? Yeah, like uh, Apple Pay because we both have iPhones. So Apple Pay, Kelly, 650. Yeah done wow it's too easy
1: that's the problem that was right?
2: that was the first time i had seen it like that because i've been able to yeah, obviously i have apple Pay. i've venmo people money all the time but yeah for that to pop up like that it was like pff, i don't even have to open up a separate app or anything i feel like done. when i
1: started on ebay and i think my ebay says i start i had my first ebay account in 2001 okay i think i'm 99
2: like that's a nice badge to have right like yeah, I'm,
1: I'm a i'm a veteran. I'm a
2: 135 star blue star seller.
1: I feel like it was such a, not a nightmare, but you had like 15 steps just to pay. And now you click two buttons Mm -hmm. and your PayPal's automatically deducted with the fees taken out or whatever they need to do. Yep. And it's, what do they, what do they think up next? (laughs) Uh, full disclosure, Steve, we, uh, we were going to try to pull off the Apple taste test today.
2: Yeah. Yeah. With the, so, uh, co- what is it called? The Cosmic? Cosmic. Cosmic Crisp. Crisp. I
1: <laughs> I went to three stores.
2: <laughs> That's a lot of dedication. <laughs> no. Nothing. Not even in the usual spots, huh? Nope. Nope. I went to
1: the two larger, like the chain that we have here. Went to two of those locations. Mm-hmm. Nothing. And I went to one of like the, you know, the equivalent of a Publix or a Kroger yeah. or whatever. Nothing. Really? No Cosmic Crisp. I was
2: I was actually at a um, farmer's market this morning and I kept an eye out, but I didn't see anyone that had the Cosmic Crisp. I saw the Honey Crisp. I saw And they, the, they can't the grow them here. So that's why oh, you're not okay, seeing so them at the Farmer's Market. This is sense. a Washington
1: Apple exclusive. It's an import. I guess. Yeah. You. So uh, the hunt continues. I want to do this. somebody has wanna...
2: got some Cosmic Crisps. Yeah, or if you see them, uh,
1: no, we would need to... Oh boy, do I want to pay for shipping because it'd have to be so quick.
2: Oh, too. no, 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 we're, that To be clear, we're not paying for them. Oh, okay. You're paying to send them to us. They'll Thank en- you in advance. They'll end up in our P.O. box. Yep. I uh, can't imagine they'll still be good. Mm-hmm. If you do send them, give us a heads up on when they're going to arrive. Mm-hmm. I will go to the P.O. box that day. Uh, P.O. box you can find in the description, in the notes of this podcast. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, so the hunt continues. This will happen. I want to get uh, a couple of Cosmic crisps in here. Mm-hmm. I want to get a couple of Honey crisps in here to compare. Yeah. Uh, again, my number one
2: overall apples. As discussed on the sidecast, mm-hmm. apples to apples. Apples to apples. You're welcome, everybody.
1: Yeah, boy, I'm even looking at another, you know, the the budget supermarket we have in town. Oh, go. None on their website there. I'm trying to. Stop trying to pawn off your Gala apples and your Fujis. Get those tier let me three, check, uh, let me those check. tier three apples out of here. Uh, but the a- apples to apples live will take place. Oh, so we're gonna do a live. I think we do a
2: live apples to apples okay. where we can properly review the Cosmic Crisp as we eat them. Do we have to set up a new podcast feed now, or is this? Just I think gonna...
1: so. New RSS, uh, new logo. So we're gonna have to go back to Fiverr. Go find that woman from uh, Bulgaria or wherever. Yeah. who made your eyes gray? And gave me moons on my, on my headband.
2: Oh yeah, and and then there was something with teeth too, like a, a sliver of my tooth. was yeah. removed.
1: Yeah, you you looked real goofy. Yeah. Um. But yeah, apples to apples live will be coming up. At some no point. cosmic crisps uh, at the local Walmart.
2: I but wonder if it is. They a seasonal... do have. They have like the uh, other things you might be interested in. Mm-hmm. A microwave. Call of Duty, Black Ops, Cold War. They don't know you at all. Or a futon. Okay. So, so, okay, I can't get an apple. Yeah. So, logically, the next best thing is futon. Did you go to the Walmart Bachelor page? Because
1: those items are <laughs> if you're getting divorced and moving out like tomorrow. Seriously. You're buying a futon
2: and microwave. Yeah, I'm buying the white microwave, the small one that just yeah. sits on your countertop.
1: And you're now a Call of Duty guy.
2: Yeah. You yeah. don't have a system. So I'm texting you at like 11.45 yep. each night. You're like, hey, you want? Yep. You want to you play? play yeah, shoot, shoot some dudes in the face for the next four hours. feels like a real pot shot
1: because like 11.35 last night, I jumped on and played some Call of Duty with my brother and friend. Simon Ryan Young played some Call of Duty. It's nice, well, that's it's uh... nice, like you knew that.
2: No, that's actually reassuring for me. I know that when uh Yeah when you when my life goes to hell you got a and group. I and I couldn't be at my I couldn't be more lower than I am. You know you'll that be you'll, right down there. Yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah, I could jump on for an hour and a half or so.
2: Yeah. I got nothing. I am mean, sure I gotta be up for work at four, but yeah. I don't care. I'll just come home and sleep all day.
1: Yeah. I have never felt more aged than playing video games. And I'm not talking about the content. I'm not Mr. Back in my day, it was the Mario Brothers or Bust. <laughs> right. I've never felt more aged because ten years ago, twelve years ago, whatever, I used to be able to sit and play video games like six hours in a row, oh. and have fun, be playing with a group, whatever. You know, you start when you're after lunch, and you realize, oh, hey, it's dark out now. And if I play now for more than I'd say seventy-five to ninety minutes consecutively. My eyes hurt. Yeah. I care less. I'm up walking around. Like, after I die, you know, you have some time before you come back. Yeah. I'm up walking around, getting something to drink, getting a snack. Like, I'm talking on the mic. Plenty. I can't tell you how much it aggravates my brother and our friend Sino and Ryan Young than when I eat ice cream while playing video <laughs> games. <laughs> yeah. I apologize if I was like, hey guys, you're not, this
2: is a bummer. But Can't you flip your little headset off or something? Yeah,
1: but then what if I need to chime in real quick? You know what if, <laughs> I, what if I've got a funny quip that won't matter in 15 seconds right. when I'm done eating yeah. this ice cream?
2: Maybe you need like an ice cream, like beer helmet kind of thing. Yeah. Or just dispense it. You have a straw. You blend it into a, like a milkshake consistency. Yeah. It'd be perfect. Absolutely. Oh, man.
1: I Yeah, but that, that's the one area of my life. And I don't care if people enjoy video games for crying out loud. We were on a video game podcast with people our age or slightly younger than us who are who are infatuated with video games. And that's they talk about it. They think about it. Hobbies are hobbies. It's I've just aged myself out of Mm. being able to do that for long times. Yeah. Yeah. And it's I don't miss it, though. No, I think a lot of people are like, oh, yeah, I used to do this for 12 hours a day. And that's how I beat. You know, that's how I beat Metroid (laughs) Metro Man or whatever those games are called. And
2: I just can't anymore. I have zero interest in it. I I I was never a huge video game guy. Okay, I mean, I, I, I liked video games for a little while, but yeah. I, Tony Hawk's Pro Skater. I remember mm. when that came out when I was in, I think, in college. Yeah, like PlayStation I mean, I played, One. Probably we played right? that that and Matt Hoffman Pro BMX. Yeah, played that endlessly, but for a very short period of time. I saw it
1: was a hot burn for like two months.
2: Oh, I remember uh, my buddy Craig, sophomore year, failed out of college because of Tony Hawk's Pro Skater.
1: Oh, my God.
2: Addicted. 100% addicted to that game.
1: Imagine telling your children or your family that 20 years later. Yeah, dad didn't finish college. So there is a skateboarding game that if you look at now, will look like four blocks of color on a on a rectangle.
2: I just... Assume he is still playing that game somewhere. Somewhere, right, right. Somewhere on that
1: same console,
0: in that, that in
2: yeah. that suite in uh, uh what what hall was it? We were in Willow Hall. Same bag yeah. of Doritos. Same bag of Doritos on the yeah on the old couch that we bought at the Salvation Army for like twenty bucks. You walk in. Hey guys, want to skate? <laughs> Craig, it's twenty years later. I have a daughter. Craig, I have a 401k and like you're still sitting here. Yeah.
1: Looks like you haven't washed your hair in four days. And that might be generous, Craig. Yeah.
2: Hey, do you want to recap the recap of the polls that we did? For yeah, we weeks?
1: should get through polls here. Uh, yeah, no
2: question. We've
1: uh, been negligent.
0: Time to see how wrong everyone else is. It's poll recap time. Find the polls at Stephen Kyle on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Thank you, Melissa Vaughn. Poll recap time brought
2: to you by no one. That's right, because we don't know how to run a business.
1: None of this is a business. None this week, so no reason to check out uh, for new polls here at Stephen Kyle. Going back quite a ways, a month, who can make a better pie? Stephen Kyle or Sarah Lee? Um, you and I seem to be in the camp that hey, the company that's been doing it for a long time and sells them can do, do it, them
2: probably do it better. Than Our us. audience
1: does not agree. Fifty-eight percent of the audience, Steve, said Steve and Kyle hmm. can make a better pie. Let me tell you, we, we can. wrong.
2: Yeah, I appreciate the, your confidence in us. Yeah. By the way, if it did happen that these poll recaps were on last week's episode, like if somehow someone got them, yeah, eh, apologies, but not really. Yeah, just. In- Listen and shut up.
1: <laughs> how do you eat your apples? 68% of the audience said dive right in. I've,
2: I have an update on how I've eaten them for the last week. Yeah, because I've been you a slicer. Had,
1: yeah, you had Apple Day and you sliced them, I believe, Every
0: right? time. Every yeah. time
2: I've eaten an apple for the last couple of months, I've done the slice method because I feel like you really maximize the apple. Yeah. Uh, you can just... You can cut away just right the, in bare, the bare minimum of the core. Last month or last uh, week or so, I've been diving right in. What do you prefer? I feel like there's so much waste with dive right in.
1: I, I For me, it's not the waste as much as I'm worried about. Just the, I, I talked about it where like your nose is yeah. jammed up against the side of the apple. Certain...
2: Sometimes if you hold it on its side, yeah. if you eat it at a certain angle, the skin will like, Go up in between yeah. your two front teeth. Like a, at Lord. one point, you
1: always get like a bite that you're like gnawing like a beaver using your bottom teeth to like yeah. scrape a part of the apple. Slice it if you can, people. 68% of the audience, though, dive right in.
2: It is Saturday, August 14th, 2021, the year of our Lord, the Stephen Kyle podcast. As you work, on. Huh?
1: Is Washington, D.C. known for apples? <laughs> 85% uh, of the audience don't think so. said no. One of my favorite polls that we've done here, Steve. Should season three of Missing on 9-11 be about finding a missing dog named Scruffy in <laughs> Missing on Elm Street?
2: Absolutely. Talk to our buddy
1: John Walzak about that. By the way, I retweeted a thread by John Walzak yesterday mm-hmm. on our Twitter account. Guy's doing incredible work.
0: Is it about he, Missing on 9-11? No, or? this is
1: about a FOIA request related to COVID emails okay. and officials and when they knew and what they knew outstanding work by him. Yeah. Uh, go check that out if you can.
2: Yeah. I listened to the most recent episode, which I believe was a bonus episode. So is missing yeah. on nine eleven. done now.
1: I believe the main season's done. Everything that will be released. Now he describes as being released in real time. Okay. So there will probably, there will be more episodes, but they will be as he's finding out and as yeah. he's chasing down leads and as he's recording them and producing them, Steve, 66% of the audience Said yes, that should be season three of missing a nine eleven. Hmm, absolutely. Are naps underrated? Seventy-six percent of the audience said yes. I thought that'd be higher. Hmm. Thought that yeah. would be higher. Sorry, scrolling okay, now, past now, here. Now. Scrolling past a bunch of our uh bunch of our content. God, we have a lot of good content.
0: <laughs>
1: Is the wheel of goo a great radio bit?
2: A plus bit. A plus bit.
1: We are at 75% of the audience said yes.
2: (laughs) What's that other 25 doing?
1: Yeah. Honestly. Do you not like radio? Do you not like comedy? If you looked like that, would you ever take the grease off? (laughs) Talking about the Tonga. uh, The
2: the context would be the Tonga man on that.
1: 64% of the audience said no. Um, And if you're hiding that the other 36%, if you're hiding that, what are you doing it wrong? Yeah. Is ninety-four three K Rock where the rock rocks the rock station's rock station.
2: <laughs> we need someone to design that logo. There's no question we need the K 943K Rock. We need it. Where the rock rocks, and then underneath that, the rock station's rock station.
1: Where the rock station DJs go to listen to actual rock music. 943K rock.
2: When the other rock jocks get off their rock shifts. They turn to us to rock.
1: Ever wonder what your your favorite rock jock's doing when he's on his way home from work?
2: He's rocking with 94.3 K-Rock, the rock station's rock station. Where the
1: rock rocks. 87% of the audience said yes. Is Labor Day, quote unquote, the holidays? Yes. 56% of the audience said no. Does a deal of the century have to cap at $100? No, of course not. 56% of the audience agree with you, Steve, and say no. 44% has got to be a little aggravating to you.
2: A little bit. A little bit.
1: Yeah, scrolling up, I believe we are up to uh, We're up to last week. Oh, that's right. Nothing on Facebook last week because Facebook is broken again. Oh, yeah. Is producer higher or lower on the totem pole than executive producer? Lower. 92% of the audience said lower. It's got to be lower. Yeah. Do you always want to know what's going on in a closed-door meeting? Absolutely.
2: Come on. Especially when they keep turning around and looking out the window. Right. Where like they draw the, the, the blinds. Yes. In one of those offices.
1: 89% of the audience said yes. Mm-hmm. Does a team need divisiveness to be a real team? <laughs> 56% of the audience said yes. Who is the bigger Jeep jerk? The wave initiator or the guy who refuses to wave? Hmm. 64% said the guy who refuses to wave
2: is the bigger Jeep jerk. Yeah, that yeah, seems to be the, the consensus.
1: And lastly, what is cooler? The Harley wave
2: or the Jeep wave?
1: 67% of the audience, Steve.
2: Harley wave. It's got to be said
1: Harley. the Harley yeah, wave. It's got to be. I
2: think people are tired of the Jeep wave. I don't. I don't think. Uh, well, I think the Harley Wave is a little more exclusive, right? Probably yeah, less Harley lot, drivers than Jeep drivers.
1: Yeah, there's a lot of Jeeps, not just the because it's not just the Jeep Wrangler. Like there's you know the 15 other brands yeah, that the, all have to do that, with freedom. Yeah, but the wave
2: the wave though is is uh, pretty much limited to the Wrangler. Is it really? Yeah. Is there yeah, a if you're more, driving a Grand Cherokee? Yeah, don't wave. No. Is there
1: a more aggressive company? With their car names, the Commander, the Patriot, the Comanche, Comanche. <laughs> probably not. I mean, because the other one, like, for like, hey, explore, Let's yeah, go on an expedition, F
2: 150. Or... Yeah, what the hell's that mean? Yeah,
1: like, nobody knows what Silverado even means. <laughs>
2: Yeah. And then you have like BMW where it's just the letters and yeah, numbers. Letters and numbers all together. Oh, you together. got an E three forty eight. Cool. Yeah,
1: you got the four, the six, and that thing.
2: Are we actually going to do a fast five this week?
1: You tell me. I, I can't see the clock anymore.
2: Hey. That means yes, we are gonna do a fast five. Let's in the true nature and the true uh, going back to the true roots of fast five let's try and make it word association a fast five. let's do it. All Steve right, go you, ahead you,
1: you kick off. I talked a lot.
2: Okay kicking off my fast five. Olympics didn't watch enough didn't care enough. Hmm. Tony Bennett too
1: long too long of a career.
2: I got a quick uh, maybe like a 30 second blurb on uh, tony bennett let's. oh really so
0: let's start with tony bennett according to his son the music music legend is retiring from performing on doctor's orders last week bennett appeared with lady gaga at radio city music hall for what may have been his final time on stage the legend who just turned 95 earlier this Ooh. month later canceled the rest of his planned 2021 solo tour dates bennett was diagnosed with alzheimer's in 2016 traveling his son says is just too exhausting now
2: yeah, probably time to wrap it up, man.
1: I, I won't be doing anything at ninety five. No, well, I'll be dead. But so that is why I'll be. A, You're not going to make 95? it to ninety five.
2: No way. I'd be lucky to make it to sixty. All right. Uh, next, Ashton Kutcher and Mina, Mila Kunis. Oh no, mm-hmm. they're still together. Oh yeah, they are. But oh, you okay. didn't hear about the the controversy. But I can't say I have. They talked about how they don't bathe their children on a very regular basis. I said they basically once they get funky, that's when they, hmm. that's when they bathe them. But it, they don't have like, like your your son is what almost three, two and a half. Yeah. How often? When's bath night? Every night? Every other night. Every other night for for Evelyn too. Yeah. It's pretty. I think that's pretty standard. Should
1: right? we get CPS called in on us? Or? Yeah.
2: Probably. Yeah.
1: Good God. The internet's ruined thing. Everything. Yeah. Everything. Right. You
2: don't do things the way I do yeah, them. Yeah. That
1: that that that's a non-story. Non-story. Yeah. Like, I don't
2: care. I don't care how often. In
1: the catalog of non-stories, that's at the top of the non-stories.
2: Yeah. We'll talk more about this yeah. on, on the, the turnaround. turnaround. Okay. Next, the Field of Dreams game. Oh, my God. Major League Baseball the other night.
1: Oh, my God. So, this reminded me. White Sox me and Yankees, right? White Sox and Yankees. And it, was this your fifth? Was this the fifth one?
2: No, this is four. Okay.
1: Talk more on the turnaround. Exquisite. Production. Yeah. The layout. Seemed amazing. It was
2: incredible to look at. And number five, Ted Lasso. Steve,
1: there's no better show on TV. Wow. I'll say it. I'll That's say it right now.
2: Stance. I watched
1: last, yesterday, Friday, the 13th episode. It was a Christmas episode. It's August. And I laughed so hard in the middle of it. I think I almost woke my son up and my whole body hurt from laughing so hard.
2: Um, yeah, we've um, we watched the whole first season super fast i think we watched it in a weekend
1: yeah 10 episodes they're, they're short seven.
2: they're very short and um we've watched only only the first episode of the second season really good <sighs> probably going to knock the rest of it out uh in the next week I
1: it say. goes so fast yeah. too and yeah it, it's been just as exquisite in season two Great. as it has in season one if you are not watching ted lasso on a weekly basis it's the, right now it's the only reason i'm paying for apple yeah. tv only so reason
2: good So good. Okay, before that, we talked about the Field of Dreams game. It was the uh, Yankees and the White Sox playing. the. the, So that's the first time there's ever been a Major League Baseball game played in the state of Iowa. Yeah. They built a field very close proximity to the actual Field of Dreams field. I wonder why they didn't do it at the actual Field of Dreams. I bet you the size – didn't work. Probably, yeah. So they
1: built this thing to the old Chicago White Sox Stadium dimensions. I have a feeling the whatever field probably wasn't old Comiskey, yeah. Yeah. Wasn't going to allow that type of modifications to make it major league Mm -hmm. playable. Uh, Man, this thing was the event of the sports year for me to be able to
2: watch. The sights were incredible. The views, the layout. corn, like the outfield was so they did a. A chain link fenced, basically, or some kind of net fencing. Yeah. But, I mean, it was corn. It was essentially just like the movie.
1: Just a pleasure to watch Kevin Costner there the whole time. Just an absolute delight. Drove or or got rave reviews from viewers. Yeah. And I think it's the most they said it was the most watched baseball game in 16 years. That's cool.
2: I got a bone to pick with Costner though. Oh no. I mean, look, Costner's performance. As Ray Kinsella, amazing. Okay, we can agree on that. Okay, thirty thirty years ago, roughly. Yeah, eighty eighty nine. Costner's uh, performance, oh boy. the other night, oh no. kind of left me wanting a little bit more. Do you okay. think he didn't want to be there? He well, I mean, he he addresses the crowd. He walked out of the corner. Out of the corn, amazing. which is very cool. Yeah, walked around. Like, great camera angles. I mean, yeah. the the views were amazing. Fox
1: did a, a, a tremendous job with this thing.
2: And it's, like, unanimously, everyone loved it. Yeah. Which never happens. Nope. But when he was given a speech, he kind of... His delivery of... Is this heaven? Hey, maybe you didn't hear me. Mm-hmm. Is this heaven? I was like... Yeah, I mean, I know that that line in the movie was a you know kind of low-key line. Yeah. But, like, is this heaven? I said, is this heaven? Yeah. It's that line, Come and on.
1: it's the... Uh, what's the other line from the movie? Uh, hey, Dad, let's have a catch. Ray. Oh, <laughs> let's
2: have a catch,
0: Ray.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so, in this scenario, James Earl Jones' character was... Kevin Costner's character's father.
2: Yeah, that's how I remember it. 89, a lot of things different. Look, long time ago. Long time ago. Fun to watch. Can't wait. Guarantee this will be a yearly event now. Seeing that, uh, yeah, I I had talked about this a couple months ago. I think that this will turn into what the NHL has done with the outdoor, the winter classic. Yeah,
1: so just like the NHL also give baseball time to ruin it because the NHL has ruined theirs. Mm -hmm. They used to be one game a year with the winter classic. Now it's a series of 12 games over like a week long in different areas.
2: Yeah, they do it in like warm weather climates. No, you have to do this in Buffalo. Yeah or in Minnesota on New Year's Day, that's it. Yeah,
1: the NHL ruined their one gimmick they had.
2: Yeah. Mm. Yeah. People will come, Ray. All right, before that, we talked. Ashton Kutcher and Mila Kunis Uh, created a lot of controversy when they were on some podcast or something. Is there any benefit for celebrities to talk?
0: No. Because I I
2: don't care how often someone else bathes their kid. Yeah. It's not like I'm not, I'm never around Ashton Kutcher and Mila Kunis. And if I was, and if their kids stunk, I'd are like, hey, kid stinks. Maybe, maybe bathe them. When was the last time he got a bath? Oh, never. Oh, wait,
1: you're still Ashton Kutcher and Mila Kunis? You don't care? Cool.
2: Yeah. There's
1: just no benefit for them to say, for any celebrity to say anything, because you're just waiting for the internet to be outraged Mm -hmm. about whatever it
2: is. Because if somebody, if they had said, yeah, we give them a bath every three days. Yeah. Every three days, yeah. Doctors say this, and
1: YouTube doctors say this, and just leave me
2: alone. Yeah. Okay, Tony Bennett finally hanging up the headphones after ninety-five years.
1: Toured for more than seventy years. He was a professional singer. 95 years old, doctors finally intervening to say enough. You
2: can't do this anymore. Enough man. is enough. That guy, he's he's worked himself to death. Yes. He's, he's like you said, 70 years he's been performing. Mm. He should have hung it up um, 20. 20 years ago. Yeah, I I'm was going to say, say that. at 80. Yeah. 75 or 80. Like, he didn't need the money. Why was he still doing it? He's, he now has no time to enjoy the fruits of his labor. He is going to, he'll be dead within a year. Yeah. I would have never guessed he was 95. Yeah, I mean, it looks good, but he was still performing. He had recorded that album with Lady Gaga within the last couple of years. God, this is horrifying. I'm sorry. I just
1: wanted to see if I could get an update on another kind of singing legend in Wayne Newton. Oh, he doesn't look good. Because I kind of compared he look them. Good, right? Steve, I don't, I don't know what happened. Hmm.
2: He looks like he has changed ethnicities. So jet black hair. Yeah. Paint a lot of paint up top. Is he still doing his because he had
0: like a that's Vegas, what I was curious about. he's Vegas been in resonant. Vegas forever. Right. Yeah, that's like, always
1: that's been his. thing. I don't even know where he was in Vegas. I just know that Wayne Newton is synonymous with Las Vegas and he's mm-hmm. been performing since 1959. Hmm. Signature. I, I I wonder where he is. Oh, finances
2: and legal problems in the eighties. Okay. I'm sure he's married bankruptcy. to like a 28 year old oh, bombshell sure. or something.
1: Yeah, I wonder. Well, well, let's follow up on old Wayne hmm. in uh, for the coming episode here. See what he's up to.
2: All right, and before that, we the Olympics, the 2020 slash 2021, yeah, Tokyo Games, the um, lowest rated Olympics in a long time by a
1: long shot, and. Didn't seem to capture this American no. spirit that a lot of times the Olympics do. I mean, two days beforehand, we were talking about how it's possible it would be canceled. Mm-hmm. So we, uh, I guess I can't say I'm surprised.
2: No. And then the. But
1: anytime you see lowest rated in forever. Well, those things garner gather billions of dollars from television networks.
2: That's right. I'm sure that in less than six months, when the winter games kick off, everything will be back to normal. Two Olympics. <laughs> One year. It hasn't happened since that did happen. Oh, has it ever? Yeah, I thought that it like in the nineties. Oh, yeah, in the nineties when they did like that transition because it used to be didn't they used to be Oh I forget. I thought they used to be every four years, but winter and summer were on the same I don't remember. Anyway. We don't go that in depth. From nineteen twenty four to nineteen ninety two.
1: The summer and winter games yeah. each held the same year. The same year. I, I didn't
2: know Yeah, and know then that. they then they switched it up so they would be offset by two years.
1: Smart. I didn't find myself thinking I would call the uh, Olympic
2: International Olympic Committee smart. Mm. Here we are. No. First on my list, Steve. Field of okay. Dreams game. Field of Dreams game. Let me tell you, I was a little disappointed. <laughs> Don't you do this with Costner? But I mean, do you agree? It was. A, is this heaven? Costner has this
1: vibe that a lot of people attribute to Bruce Willis late to a real mail-it-in vibe. Kind of. And I've got a, I kind of get a Harrison Ford-esque curmudgeon mm, thing yeah. out of Kevin Costner. A lot of people get into their older age of celebrity, and they really sink into it and like it. And they're happy because they've had decades of success in Hollywood, mm-hmm. and they're still famous. But some of those guys like I mentioned Harrison Ford and maybe a little bit of Costner, they don't they don't yeah. age into it. They they just get they turn grumpy.
2: Why didn't they have James Earl Jones there? Yeah, what was he up to? He's alive, right?
1: I wonder if he was more money. Did he I mean, did Costner plug anything?
2: Yes. <laughs> Like new big league chew or something. Yeah,
1: like because in my mind, I, I know he's on the the television show Yellowstone that's coming up. That's not airing till like next year. James Earl Jones still alive? Hey, ninety, 90 years old. Maybe that's why. Ninety. Could someone be. says yeah. you want to go to Iowa, and he says why? Yeah, I
2: did that. Did that thirty years ago.
1: Next up, the booster shot.
2: Yeah, they're they're going to start recommending that for people who are like. severely immunocompromised. immunocompromised. Okay. So, to start, but the thinking yeah.
1: is that this is a, going to eventually roll out recommended for everybody.
2: Yeah. Good, you in line? Uh, well, I'm not immunocompromised. If but it becomes, yeah, yeah. I mean, if they start recommending that I should get it every year, just like the flu shot, yeah, of You'll course, be there. because I why would I question what medical professionals hmm. and uh, years and years of science research have you checked YouTube? Next up, Britney Spears. Oh, I saw her father's gonna step down. Yeah.
1: Thirteen year conservatorship. He's stepping down after mostly public pressure has kind so of
2: forced this. Does that mean she will no longer have a conservator or she will Or have she gets a new to pick one? her
1: own, maybe? I don't know. I didn't read enough into yeah. it because this uh, movement has kind of gripped the internet the last strange thing, six weeks. Right? Because
2: I would argue thirteen years ago a lot most people would have said, Yeah, this is probably a good idea. So I'm assuming that the reason that she had a conservator in the first place, like, has he just been the conservator since she was a teen star when she was? No,
1: no. This only came into play after the uh, shaved head umbrella at the car incident. Gotcha. um, That was causing a bit of a public meltdown. Yeah, because it seemed
2: like she was she was obviously. It it's crazy. You know something. We'll talk more about this on On the the turnaround. turnaround. Yeah. Next up, Louis C.K. had a big comeback show. Oh, did he?
1: Madison Square Garden. Wow, I did not know that. On uh, Friday, I believe. Packed house? Packed house. (laughs) I mean, not surprising. Joked about everything except his own scandal. Ah. So kind of mixed reviews on the performance, but I think that's probably a little bit jaded by... Do you think people were there hate-watching? Or are you not paying yeah, that ticket price? You, uh, you have to be a genuine fan who's interested in the comedy, yeah, I bet, right?
2: I bet that it was uh, it was probably a very friendly friendly crowd for him. This is no, I, knowing I don't, nothing about it. You I could don't tell know me that it what, was complete opposite. Yeah.
1: I don't know what the time frame is or if there is one.
2: I don't know. Yeah, that's a... I, I don't
1: feel comfortable chiming in enough even to say... Because mm-hmm. in my mind, listen, if the, if the guy can book a venue... And people will pay for tickets. Yeah, I mean, As at what point is it my job to say you shouldn't be able to do that?
2: Right. I mean, it, if there's a promoter that is that wants to work with him, yeah, and he wants to work, and people want to buy the tickets, I'm not going to see Louis C.K. Right. Personally, um,
1: it's just it's just a very weird scenario.
2: This it is, is. It's this a, is
1: kind of one of the first large scale efforted comebacks, comebacks yeah. from Me Too and the, you know, kind of the cancel movement yeah. of the late teens. You got
2: to wonder is, like, is Matt Lauer eyeing this really closely right. saying like, hmm, all right, he did it. I wonder when, because yeah. Lauer has been basically non-existent for non-existent a decade, right? Non-existent for no, six, seven it, years? No, it's only been probably three years. Is it really? Yeah. Boy, that feels like... just because yeah, he a, was, he was, I mean, he was part of the the like one of the big takedowns of the Me Too movement, twenty
1: seventeen. Yeah, twenty seven. It's so strange because I, I don't know. Time feels so fluid now. Like I was talking yesterday. Can you guys believe that Tiger King was twenty twenty? <laughs> yeah,
2: it I feel a like year that an, was, like, was a year and a half ago.
1: Like I, I'm just as likely to tell you that was the first ever documentary. Yeah, because it felt like forever ago.
2: Yeah, with these stories, I don't know. I, I don't know what is appropriate. And I mean, I, maybe, maybe we do now, maybe this is, you know, cause Louis CK was, it had to be at least three years ago, right? Mm-hmm. Three, four years ago. And it, even to say appropriate feels weird. I don't know what yeah. the new normal is going to be for somebody to come back from such a, a horrific thing. Yeah. That, it seems, I mean, you know, that they, <laughs> they did.
1: Yeah. It seems like anytime Ronan Farrell catches you in his sights. Mm-hmm. It's not going to end well for you. No. That's that's what I think we can agree on. Lastly, Steve, Afghanistan.
2: Are we out fully? No, I believe
1: we're a couple weeks away. Yeah. Uh, Taliban has overtaken more than 50% of the country in the last three weeks.
2: Yeah. That's not good.
1: Seems like the instant the U.S. loses its presence there, it's probably going to fall back under 100% Taliban control, leaving uh, the better part of 20 years all for naught. I shouldn't say that because I don't know. I haven't been there. I think we probably both know people who have been there for uh, in service. I don't know what it was like there when we first got there. I don't know what it's like now. But by all outside viewpoints, you see a map of Taliban control and it's just back to Mm -hmm. where it was. Yeah. They're probably now just more pissed (laughs) than they were. Yeah,
2: I mean, they're two month or two, two decades behind on yeah. their initiatives. Yeah. So, so I don't know. I, what do we do? Do we stay there forever?
1: Yeah, no, I, this is the, it's the, it's Vietnam <laughs> it's, or, all, question all over again. I'm I not, know. I'm not saying this is Vietnam. That's I, I, I'm, I'm not here to compare wars. This is that same question though. Yeah. It didn't seem like we were going to be able to make significant permanent change in Vietnam unless we stayed there. And it's been almost 20 years.
2: Mm -hmm. I don't know. What what do do. we do
1: at this point? I I mean, they've tried everything. We've done the boots on the ground. They've done the, you know, the shock and awe campaign in 2003 or whatever it was. We've done everything in between. You can't keep telling these service members. Granted, it's their job, and I'm sure they're comfortable accepting that. Yeah. I don't know how you continue to tell them, hey, we need you another 12 months over there Mm -hmm. in this campaign that we've been at for 12 months, 20 times over. Right. So yeah. uh, a pretty bad situation there. But, yeah, supposed to be all uh, removed there by the end of August, I believe, was the initial goal right. by President Biden. Uh, before that, Louis C.K., we talked about that. When is uh, when is long enough enough? Who knows? I don't think there's a time. There's, there's just as many people on the side saying, no, 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 he should have been able to come back sooner as I will never support or see Louis C.K. again.
2: Yeah, and I think that... I guess those don't have to be mutually exclusive. Sure. I mean... What percentage do you think is the middle? They don't care, but if they got a
1: ticket to... If somebody, you know, if it's a cheap ticket to Louis C.K., they'd go see him. What's the percentage of not hard and fast black and white?
2: Because I think five years ago, I would have gone to see Louis C.K. 2016. I I wouldn't have... I don't think – like, I wasn't by any means a Louis C.K. super fan, but if – like, if you had bought tickets and said, hey, I got a ticket, hey, 50 bucks, you want to go see Louis C.K.? I would have been like, yeah, I'll go see Louis C.K. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd, uh, I'd feel dirty going to see him now, though. Okay. It, I, think.
1: I, I just – I don't know. I don't have an answer. I'm not because posting this as me saying this is right or this is wrong because nobody knows. Yeah. This is – I'm not saying it's unprecedented, but – the news cycle's so different now. You can't tell me the guys in the rat pack in the fifties and sixties don't have numerous claims against them right, that were, yeah. Hey, you sexually assaulted me or you did this, or you used your power to coerce me into mm-hmm. this, but nobody cared back then.
2: Now, what if, what if Louis CK had a different kind of comeback? Like what if Louis CK all of a sudden said like, Hey, I am really into pottery and, started posting pictures on Instagram of like these beautiful vases that he's making or like a salad bowl. Do you think there's as much of a, uh, of a, you know, fervor about him coming back or like, I, how does he, yeah. Can he come back, but just not do comedy anymore. (laughs) Yeah. But it's not like his,
1: what he did to those women was comedy related. It was fame related. So yeah, it's power. I don't know. It again, from, from, For what I can understand, this appears to be somewhat unprecedented in terms of how we're handling people trying to come back into the public limelight. I mean,
2: because he he got the like there's three elements to his comeback, a promoter willing mm -hmm. to work with him, him wanting to work and people willing to pay. And if, if all of those three things are there, then I mean, do it, I guess. Yeah. And for all the things that he did, and he admitted to,
1: I'm saying this, yeah. that he did because he admitted to doing them. The man wasn't charged with anything in a criminal yeah. court. Um, the court of public opinion obviously is incredibly negative to what he did because yeah, what he did was a immensely scumbag. wrong, right?
2: Yeah, I think he's a scumbag. But, I mean, there are plenty of scumbags that still make a living. Yeah. So I don't, I'm, I'm doing what I can by not right. supporting him. I don't know what's right or wrong. If people don't want to go see him, then they won't go see him. Yeah. But he, yeah, if he didn't get charged with anything and there are no restrictions keeping him from doing what he does, then, yeah, I guess he's allowed to just do it.
1: And Listen, I'm more than happy to admit any blind spot I have because I've been, I've trumpeted the idea of trying to separate the artist from the person on this podcast I've done this with Floyd yeah, Mayweather Floyd Mayweather, and you know one of my favorite rest my favorite wrestler of all time is Stone Cold Steve Austin who is notoriously a domestic abuser as well mm-hmm. and he's got a, a, a primetime show on the USA Network he has a he's very successful with his own podcast series he has he still appears on WWF or WWE programming it's a different time though yeah you know it's I, I, I'm very open understanding my blind spots about this. I just don't know how to handle a guy like Louis C.K. I have no idea. Before that, Britney Spears. I'm doing a little bit more reading on this, Steve. Uh, quote, Jamie Spears is not stepping down unless the court approves payment of the attorney's fees that he is seeking of $1.2 million and his compensation. So he's conditioned his exit on the court approving
2: things that previously Britney has objected to. But maybe So she's, now got, to seeing, pay him, so she's got to pay him a couple million dollars. Yep, to go away.
1: To imagine that, hey dad, here's one million. Never talk to me again. Yeah, I. You don't have to be close to your father, your family, but to look at that from an outsider's perspective, to see a father-daughter relationship or a mm. father, uh, you know, child relationship crumbling, mm. and now knowing that it's going to end with a check.
2: I would love to know. Just like everybody else, I'm sure. I would love to know the finances of the two of them. Like, what has she made since the conservatorship started? What has he made since the conservatorship started? Because if you believe what comes out of her camp, uh, he basically forced her to perform. And she... Didn't want to, yeah. Yeah, didn't want to. Yeah. So... You would assume that that means that he was benefiting financially in a huge way. Sure, and you know, I men- wonder. Yeah, I I would love to know more about that.
1: Mental health issues don't just go away. No. Uh, a lot of times they're not they're not remedied. They're dealt no. with, and I think that's what we had here was she, yeah. they found an avenue for her to cope with whatever mental mental health issues she was dealing with, and then it seems like the dad said, "All right, back on the horse," and she had that Vegas it's, residency, yeah. and it got you know, she was a, a worldwide performer again.
2: It's embarrassing to think of how we looked at stuff like that, even 10 or 15 years ago, totally. You know, different. because I, I'm sure that I was, I was on the, on the bandwagon of like, Oh man, she's crazy. She shaved her head. She's nuts. Right. Look at her. What the heck's wrong with her? Just keep singing. You're making millions of dollars, yeah. idiot. You know? And now it's like, now you look back on it and it's, yeah, it's embarrassing to think about that. And I'm yeah. not, I'm not embarrassed to admit that, that I no doubt judged people, no question, called people crazy, called people, you know, stupid, called people, whatever. And I like to think that in my, you know, in the last 20 years, I've, I've evolved a little bit and yeah. I kind of, and I have a, a softer approach and I have a more understanding approach and maybe that's just natural progression of getting older. Maybe it's the fact that I'm a father now um, or maybe it's the fact that all of these things have been put in the limelight of like, Hey, this is, you know, mental health is a real thing. Mm -hmm. This is not just somebody who's, you know, depression's not just someone who's feeling a little sad, you know, it's a, it's a real thing. It's a real, a real chemical issue, biological issue.
1: Another instance of that is uh, this past week, a. uh, first part of a documentary series called untold this episode called Malice at the palace about mm-hmm. the famous oh, Indiana Pacers. Yeah, I want watch Pistons Z- I'm not interested. Yeah. Really? Uh, it, this feels so I kind of got this vibe from the last dance last year. It was a Michael Jordan production. Yeah. Right. That wasn't about the bulls. That was putting a shiny coat on Michael Jordan's efforts as a Chicago bull. Yeah. Every other bull in that periphery regarding that, that series is mad at Michael Jordan about the way they were portrayed. Mm-hmm. But ESPN needed Michael Jordan. So sure. Michael Jordan helped make that whole series through a Michael Jordan colored lens. Yeah. This is produced by Jermaine O'Neal, one of the principal actors in the Malice at the Palace. Yeah. There's one Detroit Piston in the entire thing. It's it's a little bit slanted, but, yeah. that's, but we, we digress. digress. Uh, where they talk about Ron Artest... Who later became Meta World Peace and people? Mm-hmm. Go, oh, he's a bit crazy, right? Jermaine O'Neal openly. Ron Artest traveled with a uh, a therapist every day, and they didn't understand why because mm-hmm. back that was two thousand four three. Yeah, it didn't like people didn't understand that then. And the there's the iconic image of Ron Artest laying down on the announcer's table, mm-hmm. and Jermaine O'Ne- Jermaine O'Neal in an interview on the Dan Levitard show said he was doing. What his therapist told him to do, which is count to five to get back to your center, something mm. like that. And while he was doing that, the cup of beer hit him, and that just sparked it all. Yeah. So, um, That's yeah, mental illness has come a long way, still a long way to go. But, yeah, in the last 15, 20 years, it's come a long way. Uh, before that, the booster shot. You're in line. I'm in line. If these things become recommended or mandated, please, 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 people do not. I'm not going to do it on this podcast uh, where I argue with people. Just do what literally decades of science has mm-hmm. recommended us to
2: do. Uh, get get the shot that's necessary. You can see it's getting very, very bad. It's just uh, frustrating that the people who yell the loud yell the loudest about wanting to get back to normal are the ones that are yeah. least willing to do anything.
1: Yeah. Yeah. We're you and I are two and a half weeks away from entering the worst state in the country for this. Oh, we
2: canceled. You did. Cancelled our trip. Because it's through the roof right there. Mm-hmm. Right yeah. So. I talked to my dad the other day. Terrifying. And uh, I was like, hey, we booked our flights. And he's like, oh, okay. And I know that because I think we were still going to go. But when he kind of, he was like, well, I mean, if you can cancel, I wouldn't be, uh, you know, mm-hmm. that w- it would suck. But I'd understand. It's a bit, it's a bit nuts down there. Yeah. Um, and the uh, governor not doing anything to really mitigate. Oh, the governor is actively making it worse.
1: Yeah. He's offering now Regeneron. Which is $1,000 a dose. Right. Instead of
2: just saying wear the, just either wear a mask or get, get the shot. Get the shot for free. Yeah. I mean, if you, if you get that, that Regeneron shot, like, what are you doing? You could get, get I mean, the shot for free. Another one for free that will, and isn't, it is, so is the Regeneron shot? Like, well, it's all anecdotal. So, so that's not, uh, That's not made by big business that's trying to put a a robot in you or a tracking device. Please, please, please. That's made by
1: the good guys. Let's just try to make this fall and winter where we don't enter a phase of death larger than the last year and a half. I want to talk
2: to – I would still like to talk to somebody who is anti-vax. It's the same stuff, though, Steve. You and I are going to be just as
1: aggravated when we hear, well, it's not approved. Why did we rush this when it's not approved? Well, we didn't rush anything. This technology's been around for the better part of two decades. Yeah, 20 years. mRNA Since vaccine SARS. technology has been around for a long time. Yeah. They had to hone in on the proper way to use to attack this certain virus. Well, it's like every That's year. why it happened faster. Also, listen, you could not be a fan of Trump or whatever. The money injection into these corporations to do it, sure it helped if you want to take a political victory lap over that i don't care anymore right take a political victory lap on your way to a vaccine clinic to actually get this mm-hmm. thing that your former president and savior that you're looking to for this light green and boosted himself to do yeah. please for the love of god
2: stop it i don't want to get sick because if, i might die if there's somebody on the fence that wants the, like I understand apprehension. I understand if you're nervous about something. I was like, I, I would say a year ago, if you had said, Hey, there's going to be this vaccine, it's going to be out and you're going to be able to get it in the next six months. I would have been like, oh, I don't know about that. Yeah. That sounds kind of crazy. I, I don't want something that they just threw together. They just cobbled together. But then I learned more about it. And it was, again, this is going back to 2000 or 2001 when SARS was, was, uh, you know, first Discovered or whatever, Mm -hmm. and that's when they started working on it. And then I realized, like, you know, then I learned that oh, the flu shot, the flu shot every year is different. Mm -hmm. It's a little bit different than it was the last year because they have to hone in on whatever, whatever strain, whatever the specific the specific strain is. So basically, if you're getting a flu shot every year, which I know a lot of people don't, and for a long time I didn't, just because I never thought about it.
1: I've totally turned on that the last few years. Yeah.
2: And I've gotten, gotten, it, gotten it I've gotten it the last two years yep. and I mean there was a reason like there's a reason why the last year, this is like the healthiest I've been.
1: I, I'm now the guy who in September I'm calling my doctor's office saying, Hey, when are you getting Got this flu year's shot? flu shots? And yeah. and I'll be there typically like first week in October because they recommend you try to get it at a certain point because the lasting, you know, the the efficiency of it, however long it lasts. Yeah. Like we don't want to do it too early, and then if it burns out in February, and then there's you know still a mm-hmm. big flu uh, yeah. wave. But yeah, th- listen, people, I I, would... I don't know, it's not worth it to even beg anymore. We I, I've said it to friends and family now. We got to fifty percent by choice. We're going to get to 80% plus by force. So the people standing outside hospitals saying, forcing children to hold the sciences, why would you fire my mommy? Well, one, what are you doing abusing children like that, forcing them to be a mouthpiece? And two, I couldn't support a hospital more if I wanted to. Mandate these. You're getting a flu shot every year. You should be mandated to get this. We didn't knock out polio with people saying, well, I don't know about that scientist. I saw something on a video website (laughs) that claims their daughter got a a
2: lockjaw enough i would still though i would love to talk to somebody and it's not going to be an attack or anything yeah. um but i would love to talk to somebody especially somebody who's just like i don't know i'm scared i don't i don't know what i want to do um i don't know i just like to hear other points of view it'd be interesting to hear it i'm just
1: immensely aggravated over the whole situation yeah right? yes. lastly feel the dreams game steve you hate um, kevin costner I do not that was the takeaway
2: kevin... Kevin Costner is an American treasure. Steve. Ray Kinsella is an American treasure. Kevin Costner did not live up to his Ray Kinsella. Steve is uh, actively not watching
1: any Kevin Costner movie since the uh, Field of Dreams.
2: Oh, what's it? Oh, okay. He, it's what's not Kevin like, Costner. Too? It's not like he's got a ton of movies coming out in the
1: no, next. No, he's six in. Months. He's on a TV show that's on. Uh, that's pretty well watched. But yeah, he's he's not doing two movies no. a year. You're right. Oh, my apologies to Robert, we lost him by 22 and a half minutes. 66 years old.
2: Good for him. Get rid
1: of the soul patch, Kevin. <laughs> Good God, what are you doing?
2: Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Stephen Kyle. Next week, we're excited you'll hear the conversation that we had with our friends Brian and Chrissy. Seven from, kids from the they Brian and Chrissy have seven kids.
1: Seven children for Kevin Costner. <laughs>
2: Talk to our friends Brian and Chrissy from the commercial break. You can check them out. Is it TCB?
1: It's the commercial break on Instagram, I know. Uh, TCBpodcast.com is where you can find all their stuff. You will, uh, we'll plug them properly next week.
2: Talk to you next week. See ya.